Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. I said there are two in one. Something else happened. I'm not going to talk about it. But that which happened made me realize that losing a job is temporal. God will come through for me somehow. And that other thing which happened was something, you know, when you don't even know what to pray for, you don't, know how, you don't have an answer, you don't know what to ask God for. You can't pray, you are just, I don't know. So, because of that, I never focused on my being unemployed at all. Once in a while, worry would arise in me, and I would start to worry, how am I going to get uh, fees paid, rentals, and all. But through it all, I remember I used to meditate upon Psalm 23, like a mad woman. How would say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I thank you for laying me down upon green pastures and leading me beside the still waters. I'll go through it over and over again in my head. So towards the end of May, they said, they called me and said, please, we need to talk to you. I went there and they said, you have your job back. Um, and through this, I learned that personally, you know, I always believe that the earth and its fullness is God's and it's my, also my portion. So I have one of those people who pray for big stuff, but it hasn't been manifesting. So I learned a lesson that when I heard what I heard, little as it was, I never heard the spirit of thanksgiving in me. I've always focused on what God will give me and I focus on it. So in this past month, I learned to thank God. Because at your lowest, there's reason to thank God. At your lowest, there's always something you can give to somebody. And that's what I learned. And then the other one, the only thing for it was for the Holy Spirit to comfort me. And I pray that I don't know how to deal with this. I'm broken. And like uh, Rev D said last time, you, the Holy Spirit is your comforter. And I forgot something else. When I got fired, I went to Rev D and he prayed for me. He prayed for the comfort that comes from the Holy Spirit. So, the Holy Spirit does put salve on wounds. The wound will be there, but it's not so so. You learn to live with it. So the Holy Spirit has put salve on that wound, and I've learned to breathe again. Sometimes you don't even want to breathe because it hurts. So I've learned to breathe again and say, Lord, you are in control. And thank you for being our healer. So if the, someone there, there's someone who's hurting who says there's no answer, there's always an answer. There's always an answer. There's nothing like that. There's always an answer. So stand steady fast in prayer, child of God, and believe God. No matter how long it takes, he's there. In the, in the, in the valley of the shadow of death, thy road and thy stuff shall comfort you. That's our God. That's who he is. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God for that powerful testimony. Let's welcome Sister Leah to share her testimony as well. Continue clapping those hands for God. Hallelujah. I want to testify to God. 
I want to tell of his goodness and of his mercies. I mean, my prayer is something close to what she has just said. You know, sometimes you just don't know what to do apart from believing God. You know, it's like you look, you pray, you cry, but at the end of it all, you just know that it's only God that can help, you know. This month, I've been stressed about some financial situation, you know. Sometimes we don't have things. The first thing that comes naturally is to stress, is to worry. What am I going to do? How am I going to eat? How am I going to pay this? But we always forget that the Bible says that we should be anxious for nothing, but everything through supplication and prayer. And we should let our requests be, be known unto God. I've been believing God for something. I told Opidela, please help me. Let's pray for something. We've been waking up every morning at 3 a.m. praying and praying and praying. So it's like I told Opidela, let's pray for something else. But as I've been praying, I've realized there were other issues for me to pray for. And like the Bible says that his grace is sufficient. It's like he will provide for what you need every day. So like every morning I've prayed, I said, Lord, may you provide for what we need for today. Because like Bible says that give us this day our daily bread. So whatever bread you need for the day, believe God. What he has not given you for that day, then you don't need it. What he has given you on that day. So as I've woken up every morning, I've told God, God, whatever I need for today, may it come to pass. And I can testify and say that I have seen the Lord move. Yesterday I was so worried about something. I even told Lungani, Lungani, we need to pray, brother. After like an hour or two, I told him, brother, your prayers have been answered. God has moved. So I want to encourage somebody. It's only natural to worry, but Bible says that which one of you by worrying can add one cupid of air onto your air? Worrying is not going to take you nowhere. Just believe God and pray. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let's clap those hands as Sister Madeline comes up to minister to God in song. Amen. What powerful testimonies. Amen. I'm encouraged.
try to. Hallelujah. Amen. Stand to your feet. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed opportunity in your presence. Speak to us. Visit us. Let somebody here live with a miracle. In the name of Jesus. Let somebody live here with answered prayer. In the name of Jesus. Let somebody live here with a breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. Let burdens be rolled away. Let difficulties be taken away. Open your treasures unto your children today. In the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. We bless you. Lift your hands to Jesus. Let's celebrate Jesus quickly before. What a beautiful name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What a beautiful name it is. The name name of Jesus Christ, my King. What What a beautiful beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus. Your love was greater. My sin was greater. Your love. 
Jesus. It's a powerful name. Everybody shout Jesus. 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 Father, thank you for such a powerful name. At the mention of that name, Jesus. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess of things in heaven, on earth, and beneath the air. Every challenge, every trouble, every burden your children are encountering, we mention the name Jesus and we ask it to succumb to the power of that name. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the name Jesus. Hallelujah. Wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. It's nice to be here again on a Sunday. um, All things work together for good I believe that as I'm here today I'm here for a reason The reason why I believe it is that I wasn't planning to be here this morning You know, so um, Events and events and events Vero and Tiffany Wow, you are singing soon. I said events and events and events have made it such that I'm here today. And when things happen like that, it means God is up to something. Because just about an hour ago, it looked possible for me to go to Deban, but for one reason or another, I still decided not to go. So I feel that God wants to do something in Deban and God wants to do something here as well. Amen. Say a nicer amen. amen. And I believe that something is coming your way. Amen. amen. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will happen to you. Amen. Okay. I, 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 I've had the opportunity to company with so many people and I realized that those who, the more they believe, the more miracles they see. That's why you have the same people giving testimonies all the time. The church is quiet. At least you can hear that there's some harm in the sound and you take it out. That's the advantage of the silence. Good. But I said, that's why it's the same people. God seems to like some people more than some people. That's what it looks like. But the reality is that they believe more. Do you get it? They believe more. And the more you believe, the more breakthroughs you have. So I want you to be a believer. Amen. I say I want you to be a believer. As we speak, believe. Because we are speaking on the behalf of God. So believe that God is bringing something your way. Yeah, there's somebody here, your heart has been broken this week. God is lifting your broken heart. He's healing it. You are just about to chance upon something in this week we have entered. You will be so happy your heart was broken last week. Yeah. I mean, I hear Leah share the testimony. Yeah, I remember 
um, she came to get my children, Zan also, to take them to school. Now, as she was joining the road in front of my house, and she put a sign, the high, high. <laughs> no, my, if the front of my house is not a high accident road. God forbid. God for, God for really bid. So as she was joining the road, she bumped somebody. And, you know, when I saw when I went to the police station, I saw her, she was depressed. She was crying. But I knew in my heart that something good is going to come out of it. Do you get? So I told her, believe, something good is going to come out of it. Now, to cut a long story, she Pastor, how does something good come out? I've just bumped somebody's car. I have to fix it. How does something good? But today she's giving a testimony because everything put, all put together, she's at an advantage today. Do you get it? She's fixed the person's car and she has some change. I said she has fixed the person's car. Now, this whole year, it's like people have been bumping Leah. I mean, she drives a car, somebody bumps her from the back. She drives, somebody bumps her from the back. Now, the people who have been bumping her are paying up. And we are using what they are paying up to pay the person we bumped. That's all. Do you get it? So, you too, something good is coming your way. Somebody say amen. amen. Wonderful. I also want to. Uh, Joel, come and come and tell me what you were telling me yesterday, or come and tell them what you were telling me. I want to encourage you to listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah I want to encourage all of you to listen to the podcast regularly. You know, not just give a microphone, please. Not just uh, my podcast, but even the prophets' podcast more especially. Do you get it? Please come up one step. She's looking very stunning. This is. Thank a you. real woman of God look. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Tell me, tell them what you were telling me. You were listening to the message in the night. Oh, okay. Um, so every night when I go to sleep, I usually listen to Bishop Dag's podcast. But um, on Friday night into Saturday morning, my husband wanted to listen to the messages that um, Rev had been preaching on the Holy Spirit. So we listened to the three-day convention that we had here. Signs of the Holy Spirit, manifestations of the Holy Spirit, and symbols of the Holy Spirit. But there was one particular message that, so when I play the podcast, it plays, and then all the tracks in the folder would play one after the other while I sleep. But for some reason, the whole night, one particular message kept playing on loop, and it was manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And while I was listening in my bed, I was under the power of the Holy Spirit throughout the night. I mean, I went to bed around midnight. It only broke around 5 a.m. And as I was sleeping, my whole body was on fire. And I could feel electricity running through my body. And as Rev was saying in the podcast, Holy Spirit, fill her. And my body was just vibrating on the bed. I could literally feel my body lift off the bed as it was vibrating. And it happened over and over and over again throughout the night. And the message keep playing on loop the whole night. By 5 a.m. when it finally lifted, I got up and I told my husband, switch off the message. Because I wanted to sleep. It was was too much. It was just, it just wouldn't lift. My hands were on fire. My face was on fire. My whole body was on fire. And I was just vibrating. And every time he said, fill her up. It was like the Holy Spirit was filling me over and over again throughout the night. Wow. Wonderful. Now, some of you say that 
Thank you very much. Some of you will say that, oh, maybe she was having a dream. She doesn't know what. Please, Mr. Husband, come, come, come. Are you, are you married? Are you married to that lady, the white lady who just... Yes, please. Good. Now, you, you were saying that at a point she was, she was sleeping on her side and then she kept coming. Tell them that part. She left her side of the bed. Our bed is too big. Like, you know, what he's trying to say is that their bed is very big. Not yeah. too big, but very big or big enough for everybody to be at their side. So, and then when you come to main church, a lot of things will change. Yeah. It's big enough. Okay. Okay, yes, Rev. The bag is big, the bag is big, big enough. So my wife has a side and I have my side. So when we were sleeping, I mean, she sleep on a side, but... Usually, is it usually. like that? Everybody is peaceful. You are on your side peacefully. She's we, on her side peacefully. We like peace in that house. Yeah. So you don't interfere with other person's Thank space. Thank you very much. So as we're sleeping, I, I could realize I'm not sleeping. There's no peace in this bed tonight. And when I woke up, I saw, sister, what are you doing next to me? Because she had moved from her side to my side. I even fell off the bed. I almost fell off the bed. The way she was so close to me. So I realized that something had been happening and yeah. she was not in control of to, it. He said you had to tell it. Look, go to your side. Go to your side of the bed. I want peace. Do your thing peace. there. Let me be at Let peace where I am. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So, I, those of you are having this type of bad dreams. You sleep. You dream of uh, a tokoloshi riding a bicycle coming to your house. A lion is trying to eat you. Um, whatever. All these dreams you have been having. There's a demonic presence in your house, unfortunately. And another way to fight off these presence is to keep playing a message in your house because when you are playing a message in your house, do you get it? The Holy Spirit is released in your house, into the atmosphere in your house, and it controls all these demons. It keeps them off your airspace. Hallelujah. Amen. Apart from the word of God itself just coming. When you are asleep, you can't listen much. I mean, your testimony is a wild testimony. The power of God kept hitting her, hitting her throughout the night till the morning. But I'm also even saying that even to control the atmosphere in your house, play some podcast in your house. The whole day you have been playing do, be, do, be, do, be, do, power. Do you get it? I mean, play. You're my weekend, weekend special. The whole deal, the radio has been playing it. Do you see it? So demons have come there in a, in a copious, copious amount. Do you get it? So, look, play some gospel, spirit-filled, do you get it? I mean, I don't want to say even music because some of the music you will also play, they are gospel, all right, but they are not anointed. Do you see? But when it's preaching, you are very certain 
that the word of God releases power. Do you get it? To fight and to permeate through this dark atmosphere that is in operation around us. Do you get it? So I want to encourage everybody, listen to, not only listen to the podcast, but let it play around you to create a good atmosphere in your house. Somebody say amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, since I'm here, I want to continue on my series on the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to continue on the Holy Spirit. Last week, I started to share with you. How many of you were not here last week? How many of you were not here last Sunday? Last Sunday. Raise your hands properly. Last Sunday. Wow, quite a number of you. Oh, no, no, please, please. We, we are counting, okay, so please, just bear with me. Jesus hung on the cross the whole of Friday just for us, so lift your hand for just a while. Wow. Now, this exercise, I'll keep your hand up so that we talk out. I would encourage that we assign three different ashes to count in zones so that it's quickly, because it's also unfortunate, it's... It's uncomfortable you alone. You are raising your hands for not being in church. It's not like how many of you won the comrades marathon. That one you even want to start. Have you finished counting? Thank you very much. So I want so that as soon as they raise their hands, it's quick enough. In the shortest possible time, we finish counting. Somebody say amen. amen. Good. What was I saying? So I want to continue on this series. I was sharing why we need the Holy Spirit. And I said in John 14, verse 16, Jesus said, I will pray the Father and he will send you another comforter and he will abide with you always. Jesus was praying for when he was, his death, he was preparing for his death and when he's away. And he says, when he goes away, God will send us the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will be with us always. Amen. And I, I kept telling you why we need the, why was Jesus sending the Holy Spirit? He was sending the Holy Spirit because we need the Holy Spirit. And why we need the Holy Spirit is what we are talking about. Hallelujah. So we can call it even benefits of the Holy Spirit or why we need the Holy Spirit. I said, number one, we need the Holy Spirit so that we can obey God. Ezekiel said, I will put a new spirit in you and a new heart. I'll take the stony heart away. I'll put a new one. Then I will also put my spirit in you so that you can keep my commandments and do them. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit helps us to obey God. Obeying God is not our natural disposition. That's not how we are naturally. That naturally we obey God. Our body, for as long as we are in the flesh, we would always want to do things that make us not obey God. Do you get it? Like, the things that God asks us to do is not natural for us. We don't just wake up and that's what we want to do. Amen. Those of you wake up and the first thing you want to do is to obey God is by training. You have trained yourself by the help of the Holy Spirit to do that. But if you are to leave yourself unrestrained, you are likely to not obey God. Amen. So the Holy Spirit comes to help us. I also said the Holy Spirit comes to help us in our areas of weakness. Paul said in Romans 8, 26, he says, Likewise, the Spirit helps our infirmities. The word infirmity is the word weakness. 
Hallelujah. We are weak in so many ways. Spiritual weakness, physical weakness, emotional weakness. They are all there. Do you get it? Some of us can't pray. Some of us don't like reading the Bible. Hallelujah. Some of us don't like fasting. But the Holy Spirit comes to help us. Physical weaknesses. Sometimes some, some, some of us can't even tell the truth. Yeah, you can't tell the truth. Some of us can't. No, we can't. If you are asked a question, you are more... Um, my wife, give me a nice word. You are leaning more towards... More inclined towards lying than telling the truth. Even when there is no consequence, that nobody is going to beat you. Do you get it? It's like sometimes even you won't tell the truth as it is. Yeah. Some of you are more inclined to frown than to smile. Yeah. No, as I'm preaching, I can see it's like I've not given you a reason to frown, but you have a frown looking at me. Are you getting what I'm saying? I've not talked about anything that is even directed at you. But so it means that your natural disposition is like default setting. It's a frown. Do you get it? And I meet people whose natural disposition is to have a beautiful smile. Always. I always like them to sit on the second row. They make the church very nice. Say amen. amen. No, they make the church very nice. When you have those who are easily giving to frowning, sitting in front, what happens is that even before you preach, you're already out. Uh-huh. So when you come, you say, hey, I should have gone to Deban. I should have run with the comrades, started at 5 a.m. Because in Deban, I preach at 11. So five hours, oh, I would have finished because they finished five, five, the winners run like five and a half hours. So even if I don't win, I mean six hours, I'll be in Deban in time to preach do you see it <laughs> but but I've come so please if you are naturally giving to like this type of principal look you know you, you, you never find prin- t- three people who don't smile principals, nurses and traffic cops they don't smile, nurses are very wild they don't, they don't have time to be smiling no 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 yeah, they don't have time for smiles. Nurses, no, no, no. Do you get it? So, some of us are naturally, and it's a weakness. Yeah. Some of us can't love. You can't love, you can't forgive. Yeah, you can't love, you can't forgive. When you, we tell you, the Bible says we must forgive one another, you tell us, let's put the Bible aside for a moment. 
love. Some, some of us can't love. Some of us can't even receive love. Yeah, you can't receive love. Maybe your heart was broken 2001. 17 years has passed. But you can't love anybody. Some of you can't even trust anybody. Yeah. You trust only your motorbike and God. So, even your pastor, you don't trust him. Yeah, I won't get you on Tuesday. It's Sunday, I'll get you. So, since I'm here, let me just deal with it and go home. Yeah. It's, it's what type of accusation is that? Accusation by writing. Yeah, accusation by writing. I only trust God and my motorbike. Yeah. So, so basically, you and I, we are not trusted. Why, why should we even pick up your call when you call? Why should we even pick up? Call your motorbike. Call them when you call. Then the motorbike will answer. Room, room, room. Who oh, forgive? Mm, that's how it is. Claude, say amen. Good. The Lord loves you and so do I. Claude, clap for me, clap for me, clap for me. Clap for me. Yeah. You can't love. You can't trust. You can't forgive. One person who offended you many years ago. It, it, I mean, can you imagine 17-year-old offense? 17 next year the offense can vote yeah it can vote it's now it can write matric and it can vote yeah i mean think about it but may the holy spirit begin to help us with all these are emotional weaknesses help us yeah help us some of you can't be faithful to anybody no, you can't be faithful to anybody. The church is really quiet. I have hit a nerve. Yeah. Can't be faithful to anybody. If you have been there for a long time. Three and a half months. Yeah, that's 105 days. That's the longest relationship you can have. Three and a half months. Yeah. Ah, it's not Tuesday, sorry. But may the Holy Spirit help us. Yeah. We also said the Holy Spirit helps us to pray. It helps us to pray. At the end of the service, I'll pray for you if you don't speak in tongues. How many of you don't speak in tongues? You don't speak in tongues. Lift your hand, yes. After church, after the service, I'll just pray for you quickly and the Holy Spirit will fill you to be able to pray in tongues. Because if you don't pray in tongues, you can't pray much. Because how much of your understanding can you use to pray? Good. Today, the Holy Spirit also teaches us. He teaches us. This morning, as I'm talking, the Holy Spirit is teaching us. Yeah, he's teaching us. He's teaching us. He teaches us. John 14, 26, Jesus said, but the comforter who the, Holy, who the Father will send in my name, he will teach you. 
all things. He says he will teach you all things and he will bring to your remembrance all things that I have taught you. One of the benefits of the Holy Spirit is that he teaches us. There are so many things in life that man can teach you, but you may not understand. You may not understand. It takes the Holy Spirit to come and teach you for you to understand it. Yeah. Recently, a pastor came to see me and he was talking about a medical condition which his wife had had. Now, as he was talking, I had had that condition in 2002, thereabout. So I knew what he was talking about. And he was talking about, he didn't seem to understand it. So, and fortunately for me, when I had that condition, my doctor explained to me carefully whatever it was. Guess who my doctor was? Bishop Daggyward Mills. He explained to me, so these are the symptoms, Dr. Dag. These are the symptoms, these are the causes, these are... He explained everything. He explained even the medication I'm taking, what it means, what it's done for, what this... So I was like a doctor. So as I was talking to the, the, the pastor, he couldn't believe that I know all these things. And I was mentioning medications, proper tyrosol. He was like... Now, he had gone, they had gone for, the, the doctor had put the wife on the treatment for a little while. They had gone for a test, and he, she seemed to be okay, according to his, in his terms, seemed to be okay. So, the, he and, and the doctor asked them, go home and come back after six weeks. And he has, his wife, they decided, oh, since she's fine, they won't go again. Then I said, okay, don't worry, it's also fine. January by now, 2019, your wife will be dead. Yeah. Your wife will be gone, cry. He said, oh, why? Then I started to explain to him what it means. It's like antibiotics. Many of you go to the hospital, they give you antibiotics. And you don't take it. You take, because you take the first one. Usually, antibiotics usually runs five days. Some runs seven days. I prefer the ones that run three days because it doesn't take a long time. Then you are finished. But they are more expensive. Good. So you take it for two days. By the third day, you are feeling well. So I'm fine. Then you call your friend and say, you also need some antibiotics. So take this one. Or since you don't want your wife to see, you put it under the bed. You don't finish the course because you feel strong. Yes, you feel strong. What it means is that the bacteria, antibiotics is for what? Bacteria. The bacteria goes to rest a little and reorganizes itself and comes back stronger. So two months later, you see you are sick again, but this time the bacteria, the bacteria knows that you are going to take antibiotics to fight it. So it comes back stronger. That's how demons also work. They go away for a while. If you don't solidify yourself, they come back stronger. Say amen. amen. So I, 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 explain, I used antibiotics to explain to him. Then I went on to even use tuberculosis treatment for TB. 
to explain to you that many people who get who are killed by TB, they are usually killed by the second attack, not even the first one. What happens is that TB receives treatment for like a period of six months, five to six months. Now, when they give you the the antibiotics for treatment, which is a, for TB, which is a stronger antibiotic, what happens is that the first month the antibiotic breaks you down. So some people say, even when I start taking the treatment, I'm becoming sicker. So I'll stop. You are preparing to die. Say, God forbid. forbid. Yeah. It begins to break you down. Then after, because the, 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 the medication is stronger than your body at that time. But then your body is beginning to build up to be able to, to sustain and hold it. So by the second month, you see that you are becoming normal. Normal, normal. Then by the third month, you even begin to feel well. That is when people make their mistakes. They say, oh, now I'm fine. I'm not coughing anymore. My chest is not shaking anymore. My, I'm gaining weight again. I'm very fine. And they have to take all, and the TB medication, I don't know why it's a lot. They give you a lot at a plenty. And they are all very big. And you have to swallow them. By the time you finish taking them, those of us who take them one, 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 your stomach is full of water. So you can't even eat. Now, so you say, oh, now I'm well. I won't take it again. The TB is gone. It's not gone. It is not gone. It has just been suppressed by the medication. You need to finish it five months, six months. Then you have killed it completely. So people stop, then the TB goes to rest. Then it gives you about six months, eight months, sometimes even a year. Then it will come back again. Hey! And this time when it comes, it has braced itself fully against the antibiotics you were taking. You see, yeah, resistant to it. So now when you give it the medication, you see it doesn't want to take it. It doesn't respect it anymore. Then now you are finished. Thank you very much. So when I explain all, the, I use antibiotics, five days antibiotics course to explain to the pastor. Then I use tuberculosis to explain to the pastor. Because I've experienced all these things before. So I use it when, when they are giving me the medication, I ask them questions. Many of us, when we go to the hospital, they are giving, we don't ask any questions. Say, oh, what tablet did they give? They gave me the pink one. Which pink one? Brufin is pink. Many other medications are pink. So, which pink one did they give you? Oh, pastor, they gave me the one that has two colors. Red and blue. Red and blue. Red and blue. Red and blue is for mental. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Do you get it? So, when I, so at a point, the pastor asked me, are you a doctor? I said, no, I'm not a doctor. My doctor explained all these things to me. That's how come I know. And I'm telling you. Then he said, hey. So it means that even sometimes when we say we are men of faith, we actually, we, he told me, we see the medical things as, it's like they are fighting against spiritual things. But actually, they are helping what we are doing. Then, then I said, uh-huh. I've been taught by a good person. That's how come I know all these things. All these things you didn't. Last week I was telling you legal things which you didn't know. Which I acquired from television. 
Now, this, that one was a television acquired legal expertise. This one is a pastoral acquired medical expertise. Now, what I am trying to say is that depending on who teaches you and how much you will know. I don't see myself as a teacher per se. I'm a take it or leave it type of person. I tell you that if you won't take it, it's up to you. I tell you that there's a miracle in this place and it's got your name on it. You just have to believe it and take it. And many of the people I prophesy to, it's just, I don't explain. I just tell you it's going to happen. And I leave you and I go. Yesterday we were sitting in my house. There was no water in my house. As we were there, I said, I needed water. But there was no water. The taps were not running. So we were just chatting, chatting, chatting. Joel, myself, Lungani, my wife, and my children. So my children were just moving around. At a point, I just felt that the water has come. So I told my son, open the tap. I'm going to turn water into wine. And he just opened the tap and the tap started running. Yeah. I, just, I told him, open the tap. I'm going to turn water into wine. He just opened the tap and the tap started running. I couldn't explain. No. So when I teach you and you don't understand, I understand why you don't understand. But if my wife teaches you and you don't understand, there's something wrong. (laughs) And I found that if my wife teaches you you don't understand, there's a historic... Maybe there's a genetic disorder or something. If Bishop Larry teaches you and you don't understand, because they take their time and they break it down, break it down, break it down, break it down, and you still don't understand, then it means you are it's a special case. It's a, it's, it's a special case. Yeah. But I know a teacher, when he teaches you something, no matter the disorder you have, maybe you even have a reading disorder, what is it called? Like something. Dyslexia. Yeah. You see, like me, I just mentioned it, I'm finished. <laughs> Dyslexia. Ra- uh, 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 Jean-Claude, did you know it? Dyslexia. They can't read. They can't. They see the letters, but the letters are mixing in front of. Them. Yeah. Whether you have dyslexia, whether you have a, you don't understand the language, you, no. You was, you have dementia. Thank you. You are also a scientist. You will still understand, and that's the Holy Spirit. So many a time, the more of the Holy Spirit we have, the more He teaches us. So when you are there, something has been said in church, very difficult. I mean, there are, some, there, there are some people that I see that they have a problem. We've tried various ways to explain their problem to them. Yet they cannot. It, look, they can Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Listen to me preaching, eh? Or go home. Okay, you have these two options. Listen to me preaching or go home. All right? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? 
Do you sp- tell them in Zulu for me? Do you understand me? As I'm preaching, listen to me. Don't be playing games amongst yourself. I don't take that when I'm preaching at all. At all. No, it's okay. Sit down. They get a message. Even the feeling in the church makes them get a message. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, maybe at France you do that because the pastor is short. Me, I'm tall. I can't see everything. What was I saying? No, no, no. I was saying something before I went there. Yeah, so the person has a problem. No matter how much you are, we, we want to explain, they can't even see it. They can't even see I have about four cases like that currently sitting on my table. I'm just praying that. Holy Spirit, you yourself explain this thing to this person. Because if the Holy Spirit explains to you, immediately you see it, you stop it. You see it, you stop it. You see it, you stop it. I sat with this girl to explain to her extensively about her post on Facebook. So that she gets what I'm trying to say to her. I sat with her. But some of you, I have said it in the preaching so many times, but you still can't get it. Oh, but anything that comes to my mind, I should be able to say it on where I want to say it. It's not everything that you want to say that you can, you should say. Yeah. I mean, you want to kill Cyril Ramaphosa, say it on Facebook and see if you will not go to jail. Oh, but that's what I want to do. Say if you will not go to jail. It's not everything that comes to your mind that you have to put out there. Different cases in different dimensions. You will say it, say it, say it, but the person cannot get it. But when the Holy Spirit comes and he says, Musa, you are so proud it's not good. You look at her. Then you see that it's just you and the Holy Spirit. There is not me, because as for me, you can be arguing with me. That, oh, but that's not what I meant. I meant that this, but when I even meant that this, that's not what I wanted to say. But when I said that, because it's English, that's why it sounds like that. But if you translate it into Zulu, it doesn't sound like this, because it's this and that. And then if even, some of the things are lost in translation. And because, but also, Holy Spirit, he speaks every language. He understands every language when he tells you the thing. You won't argue anymore. You just say, wow. Thank God. I I pray that the Holy Spirit visits you to be teaching you. Anything you don't understand, always ask the Holy Spirit to, to explain it to you. You come to church, you say, pay your tithe. You look at life, you say, how am I going to survive? Currently, I'm even struggling to survive. How am I going to survive by paying tithe as well? Ask the Holy Spirit to explain to you. Visit you and explain to you. Visit you and explain to you. Visit you and explain to you. That's the best teacher we can have. Teach you. So 1 John 2.20, the Bible says, Ye have an unction from the Holy One. And ye know all things. He says, you have an unction, which is the presence of the Holy Spirit is with you. Through that, you know everything. You know everything. You know everything. Teach you about life. Teach you about even how to handle money. I mean, some of us, money comes into our hands and we can't explain how 
the money was used. Yesterday we were looking, looking at a guy who had taken a loan of 50,000 rands and used it for a party for his friend. One, one night, blown all the money. Then the next week, he gambles. And he, the next week, he won 60,000. What do you think is there? Is the, I mean, just, this is not even, we are not asking for financial advice. What do you think should, he should do? The most sensible thing to do. Pay the 50,000 and have 10,000 to chill around with. That same night, he blew all the 60,000. He was left with 300 rands. 300 rands. Are you not wowed by it? Yeah. Some of you, you, you are saying wow, but the same thing happens to you. It's just that you, it happens on smaller scale. You also operate in the same way. It's just that your scale is smaller. The magnitude is according to you. Yeah. You owe 500 rands, you get 600 rands, and you still blow the 600 rands. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's the story I was telling those of you who were here last week that my son went to borrow from, I have two sons. Bible says a certain man had two sons. Luke 15 verse 11. And the younger of them said to his brother, Brother, give me a loan of a hundred rands. I shall pay you back in three months. And the older brother divided unto him his living or his savings. Not many days later, the younger gathered all together. And spend the hundred rands on a gift for a friend. Ah, have you put the scripture there? <laughs> and when he had spent all, the older on the gift, the older brother arose. Now, what I didn't tell you was why the older brother changed the terms of the agreement, which is what I will tell you today. Now, the older brother arose and said, Younger brother, pay back my money now. Yes, I had said from the beginning that you will pay in July, but I have changed my mind. Now, the reason why older brother can change the terms of the agreement is because he's a loan shark. When you go and take a loan from a loan shark, he can just change his mind. So, the younger brother rushed to the father and said, Father, behold what the older brother is doing to me. And the father said to the younger son, Go and pay back the money to the older son. And don't borrow money from anybody again. This is what happens to people who borrow money from people. You become a slave to the person you have taken the loan from. 
So he went with tears in his eyes, tears in his pillow, pain in his eyes, and he went back to pay them. Now, the reason why the older brother changed the terms of the agreement was that suddenly the older brother was met with a need, his personal need, which he needed to pay for. And he looked and he saw that, look, behold, I need money to pay for, sort out my need. So he looked at his records. And when he looked through the records, he saw that there's somebody who owes him. And that person has just received money. So he came to the younger son and he said, since you have received your salary, pay me back my money. Yeah, that, this is the reason why. And he collected his money from his. Yeah. And I, my son learned an important lesson that day. You don't borrow money from anybody. If you have, you have. If you don't have, you don't have. Simple and short. Many of us don't can't learn that lesson. We are spending monies that we don't have. You are spending monies at Edgar's. You are spending monies at Trostini. Even I was I was away with Lungani this week. Then I got a message from Truett. They said your thousand rands. No, your thousand rands plus your two thousand rands credit is waiting for you at Truett. So I said, how did my money get there? I, I, I began to wonder, how did my money get there? So I asked Lungani, I told Lungani, this is the message I have received. How do I, these people have my money, how do I collect it from them? Then he said to me, so what they are saying is that you will come then they give you a loan of 2000 and then they dash you a thousand, is that not so? And then you start to pay back. Yeah. Some of you, as soon as you see it, your heart begins to beat. Goom, 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 goom. And they sent it to all of you. Oh, okay. So have you gone for yours? How can you say it here? We are in such a pretty, how can you say it? You have gone already to go and collect it. So even by the time your salary comes, that's why Capitec is now the biggest bank, the bank with most um, clients in South Africa. They have more clients than FMB, Standard Bank, and all these people. But always know all these banks, they bank with FMB. Just know that. Do, do you understand? The bank banks with. Just as Telcom takes network from MTN. That's... <laughs> Yeah, because you use your standard bank account to give to all these people. So now you have redirected your income to Capitec. So that at least there can be, you can control your money. Because if it goes into the standard bank, as soon as it comes in, you just hear, it's like everybody is taking their money. Everybody is taking their money. Yeah. The Holy Spirit must teach you how to handle money how to make a budget 
how to. One of these days, we should teach how to make a budget. Yeah, or maybe when I'm here again on a Sunday, I'll just take 10 minutes to teach you how to make a budget. Remind me when I come here on a Sunday again. Yeah. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will teach you how to honor fathers. Next Sunday is Father's Day. I think this is the only point I'll give you today. How to honor fathers. Next Sunday is Father's Day. The whole world, Father's Day, we use it to insult fathers. Yeah. When it's Mother's Day, we celebrate. Mother's, we buy a cake. In fact, next Sunday I'll be here. I'll come. Because of that, next Sunday I'm coming here. Yeah, I'm coming here next Sunday. Yeah. Mother's Day, there's a cake. Everything. We come and cut presents. We praise the mothers. God, thank God for all the mothers of the world who have made the world very motherly and everything and everything. When it's Father's Day, then we start to insult, illegitimate fathers. That's, that's what we use Father's Day for. Yeah. Absentee fathers, this, that, 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 that. Yeah, useless fathers. That's what we do. Meanwhile, there are fathers around who have taken care of us. Many of you are sitting here. Maybe your real father has not been there, but we have been here fathering you. Yeah. Last year when it was Father's Day, one of the people in the church, the child, three children, one of them said, I'm going to give my Father's Day gift to Bishop. Another one also said, I'm going to give my Father's Day gift to Lungani. Another one also said, I'm going to give my Father's Day gift to Reverend Daniel. We are all here, fathering you, giving you advice that even your parents don't give to you. Yeah, even your parents don't give to you. But when it's Father's Day, come and see. Uh, my father, even he was not there, I didn't see him. Even when I was looking for him, we didn't see him. You even look the way you look because your father looked like that. Like I was telling you, on my father's side, I don't know anybody who's short. Yeah, we are all tall. I mean, I don't have an uncle who's short. If he's short, he's from my mother's side. I mean, by short, I mean from my shoulder down. Because if you are from my shoulder down, I mean, let's be serious. Yeah. And tall, I mean, there are not many tall people. No, think about it. Why do you think that when you ask every lady, who do you want to marry? I want a tall guy. I want that. If everybody was tall, they would not even say it. They would just go on. Yeah, so you are tall because your, your father was tall. He was not there, but he gave you something. You, you sp- I realized I sit the way my father sits. I talk the way my father. My, father's, my father spoke two languages, English and French. Yeah, English and French. So my first language... It's English. I think in English. I speak English. I, I don't think in Zulu, then I translate into. No. Yeah. yeah I, when I'm thinking, when I have to think of something like the thought, Abby, the thought is in English. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying that that's how I think. And it's not because I like tea. Do you get it? Or I'm British. I'm not British. Neither am I English. 
Do you get it? But it's because I lived with my dad when I was young. And he spoke English and French. And I really didn't. I had an uncle who used to talk and shout. So I don't. Two people I don't like. Or the type of people I don't like to be with more than people who shout when they are talking. Are people who shout when they are talking. You see how it takes you a while to get a joke. That means straight. That's what I'm saying. I think in English, straight. It's like when they are talking, then they are saying, I'm, so I tell myself, I'm just by you. Talk to me. I'm here. If you start shouting, I stop listening. I just stop. So some of you ask us, why doesn't Rev talk to me? You shout too much when you are talking. If you talk calmly, I'll be able to listen to what you are saying. But if you are talking, you are shouting. And also when you talk, you must be heard. Don't whisper. <laughs> you must be heard. But don't shout. Yeah. Pick the things from my dad. So next Sunday is Father's Day. Even some of you mothers have trained your children to hate their fathers. Yeah, you have trained them to hate their fathers them wicked. Your father was wicked. Your father was this. Your father is the devil. Your father is this. Now let's 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 give, give me about five minutes. Let, let's be serious and let's think about it. If he was the devil, how did you manage to date him long enough for him to impregnate you and have a baby with him? You said no, Ibo. You better say Ibo. No, I mean, some of them, the relationship is broken because of one thing or another. But there was a time that you said that you were in love with him. He's the greatest guy around. There's nobody like him. His type has not existed before. Now, He's the devil. Mr. Kaiba, can you think, can, can, can you imagine? Because of maybe an event that happened, now that guy has been redis. Now, ladies, let us be able to define things well. You see, the relationship between myself and my children is father and son. Not husband and wife. The relationship between myself and their mother is husband and wife. Not father and daughter. So our relationship has nothing to do with them. I say it again. Our relationship as husband and wife has nothing to do with them. Your mistakes shouldn't become their burden. Yeah, they shouldn't be punished for it. Yeah, so he had an issue with you. There was something then, the, issue, the relationship is spoiled. What has that got to do with the poor little child who's coming up? Yeah, the poor little child. So you have poisoned the children. Your father is wicked. Your father is this. Hey, Rev, you don't understand. My parents have been separated for 
as long as I have known them. No, I'm talking about me, 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 me. For as long as I have been alive, my parents have been separated. So you can't tell me I don't understand. They have been separated. It's either I'm with my dad or I'm with my mom. But I don't have anybody's side. I don't know what you told each other back in 1960-something. You didn't have emoticons, emojis, WhatsApp. So I don't know what you were doing. And I don't care. That's it. This is my dad. This is my mom. It's finished. It's finished. But some of us have even taught our children intentionally to help you fight him. Yeah, to help you fight him. So it's like you and your daughter, you are attacked him. Undertaker and poor bearer. Yeah. Which are the other tag teams that exist? This is what I know. Undertaker and poor bearer. Which, which one do you, do, do, is there again? John Cena and who? Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's like you are a tag team. You are a team together against the father. No. And what you are doing is that you are piling a curse on your child. Because he's the father. It is his seed. He can determine whether the seed does well or doesn't do well. I pray that the Holy Spirit really teaches us the right things. Yeah. Teaches us the right things. Teach us to love our father. This, this Father's Day, I want all of us to honor our fathers. Each one of us. Honor your father. Whoever is your father. And I'm talking about your biological father. Don't say, oh, I'm bringing my, an offering to the pastor in the church. He came here this Sunday to ask us for an offering. And no, I'm not expecting an offering from you. Honor your own father, your own father. If you're a mother, help your child to honor their father. If you have your problems with him, that's you. Let the child honor the father. Yeah, honor the father. And a blessing will come upon. These things can only be revealed to us. He hurt me very much. I don't know. The whole, as you make this step, the Holy Spirit himself will heal the pain. Perhaps it's because of the absence of this. That's why the pain is always there. It's never going away. Years have passed, but it's not going away. If you give the Holy Spirit a chance, by beginning to honor the Father, then you will see help will start to come your way. Help will start to come your way. I pray that we'll all give the Holy Spirit a chance in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. I want everybody to pray for the Holy Spirit. For, for just some five minutes, we're going to pray and ask for the Holy Spirit. Whilst we are praying, if you don't speak in tongues, come, come let me pray with you quickly. But we all want, want to pray to the Holy Spirit come into our lives, be involved in our lives, fill us, be a teacher to us. Be a teacher to us. You don't speak in tongues, but you are born again. Come, come, you don't speak in tongues. Come, let's pray, come, let's pray. Come, let's pray. Don't speak in tongues. Come, let us pray. Maybe you came last week. You didn't receive the Holy Spirit. Come again. Come again. Keep coming. Don't be tired of coming. Don't be tired of coming. Don't be tired of coming. Maso. 
Now, all of you in front, open your eyes, look at me first. Are you born again? Do you believe in Jesus as your Lord and personal? Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus I come to you today, I come to you today just, as I am. just as I am. I accept. I accept that I am a sinner. That I am a sinner. Please forgive me Please forgive of, all my sins. of all my sins. I confess you, I confess you as, my Lord. as my Lord. I believe, I believe that you died for me that you died for and, me. You and you rose again. Thank you, Jesus, Thank you, Jesus for, dying to save for dying to save me. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. We are going to pray. I'm going to lay my hands on you. I'm going to welcome some of the pastors and shepherds in the church. They are going to also come and help us to pray. And as we pray, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. And you are going to speak in tongues. Now, I want to let you know that God is not going to put a radio in your stomach that will start to speak in tongues on your behalf. You will have to speak in tongues. For as long as you are trying to pray in Zulu, in English, in Corsa, in any language, you will never speak in tongues. Do you get it? You have to believe God to speak in tongues. So make an attempt to pray as we pray with you. And the Holy Spirit himself will drop something in you. And you will start to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. I'm not if you get what I'm trying to say. Wonderful. Close your eyes. Let's pray. Those of you who are there, pray for the Holy Spirit. If you speak in tongues, just begin to speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. And speak in tongues aloud. As you speak in tongues, they become encouraged. They become encouraged. Lay your hands on them. Pray with them. Pray with them. Pray with them. Pray with them. I need more people here to help them to pray. Palosi pale katosi bada randa la baba de brede kentoski pandolaba randa la baba da randa la baba da randa la baba da repando ba de brete tele brandolaba le pakotasi baloba ribola receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues receive the holy ghost receive the holy ghost receive the holy ghost Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost. Makosi palokatela. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Makelaba. Brasco bade. Brasco bade. Kimolaba. Shendolobaleba. Ripaloka mekobala. Randolobaleba. Receive the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Out of your belly shall flow rivers. Rivers of living waters. Rivers of living waters. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost. Out of your belly, out of your belly, shall flow rivers of living waters. Rivers of living waters. Let the river begin to flow. 
let the river begin to flow. Let the river begin to flow. Let the river begin to flow. Male palo. Kemoloba, 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 Kemoloba. Let it flow. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Let it flow. 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 Allow it. Allow it to flow. Allow it to flow. Allow it to flow. Bali Marco Sebaka Kemolo Randobra 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 Let it flow let it flow let it flow Let it flow Makibola Balalala hear yourself praying in a language that you don't know. How many of you, if you can, raise your hand. Let me see. Father, thank you for these ones. Thank you for these ones. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Alright. I want you to continue praying, okay? You are going back to your seats. So just pray a second time for the people who are here. Put your hands together for the Holy Spirit. 
If you have stopped, listen. Go back to your seats and continue. Join the congregation and continue praying. Okay, we are doing this exercise for about four, four to six weeks. If you have not started to pray, come. Let me pray with you. You are here. You came to the front, but where are they? Did they understand what I said? I'm saying that. Hello. I'm saying that if you were here and you can see that you are now speaking in tongues, go back to your seat. If you have been, you you can you nothing has happened to you yet. Let come, let's pray again. Okay, nothing has happened to you yet. Come, let's pray again. All right. Nothing has happened to you yet. Come, let's pray again. We are not giving up. Okay, nothing has happened to you yet. We prayed. Yes, you felt a presence, but no words are coming out of your mouth. You are the one I'm talking to. Come, let's pray again. Don't don't be afraid. We are not afraid. Also, don't be afraid. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Is that it? Let's pray one more time. 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 Joel, come to help me. Pray with them, pray with them. Lay your hands on them and pray. All these people are here to encourage you to pray. Now, relax, relax. Let me say this quickly. Now, listen to me if you are. Let the three of you just listen to me. Now, hello. Last week we had a situation. There was a guy standing here. When I laid my hands on him, I felt that he was afraid to pray. The Holy Spirit was on him strongly. There are some of you, as soon as I touch you, I feel the Spirit of God on you strongly. Do you see it? But he was afraid to just say what was on his tongue. Do you see it? Uh-huh. So I realized that the devil is using fear to restrict people. So I said, after I said it, that power was broken. And he just started to speak in tongues. Do you see it? Now, it's like a child learning to talk. You, you, you cannot start your first day of speaking in tongues to speak in tongues like the way I speak in tongues. I speak in tongues with exclamation marks, with full stops, comments. I can speak in tongues and stop, do something and come and continue from where I left off because I've been speaking in tongues for over 20 years. This is a language that you have been speaking over 20 years. Even sometimes you have slangs and things in the language. You can mix different ones. Do you understand? Uh-huh. But you are starting out. So sometimes it may just be a sound. But that sound seems to be ringing in your head. Me to the first time they prayed for me for me to receive the Holy Ghost. I didn't receive. I, because I could hear a sound in my head. But I was like, ah, why, why? What is that? I thought Suddenly I'll be there, and then I'll just break out. Can't can't No, nothing. About three times. I think I was on the fourth occasion. Fourth time. At the point I even felt that I was copying the person next to me. But when I came to my senses, I realized that no, what he's saying is different from what I was saying. He had about four syllables, and I mine was just one or two. And I saw that it's different. Then I developed from there. You see, so as we pray, the Holy Spirit will place something in your heart. You now have to believe it and open your mouth and 
start saying, start saying, and it will. You see, it keeps. But Jesus said, "Out of your belly shall flow rivers." So it will flow. So it may even be one word, but it will keep flowing. It's like you are trying to stop, but it's still trying to flow. That's the Holy Spirit. All right. So have faith, Billy. Don't be afraid. And let us pray. Close your eyes. Let's pray. Everybody, stretch your hands towards them and speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. God is visiting our brothers and our sister. Mato si palo kate palo bras te polo bras te polo bras te polo rimando lo bobo branda la baba branda la baba branda la baba rimando bras ke panda brande bebe brande breba rando lo de banda la ba de bando li bando di vede brevede brande brevede brande brevede brande brevede brande brevede brande brevede brande brevede branda la baba retole ba lord open the well open the well Open the well, open the well, open the well now, 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 now. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. With the evidence speaking in tongues. Lord, let the river flow. Let the river flow, let the river flow. Let the river flow, let the river flow. Kela lole, kalala, kalala. Brando blend, I can feel it, I can feel it. I can feel it, I can feel it. Bando bala, bando bala, bando bala. Rebe do ba, lendo bala. Ronde blend, ronde blend. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow, let let Or maybe it's to continue today. But when as soon as you come to yourself, just as as though you are afraid that it will disappear. Try it again, try it again, try it. That's how it works. By the time you realize you are a master. Alright? Powerful. How about you, my brother? Oh, you're crying. Father, thank you for the river. It may be little, but something has started. Something has started. Bandola, 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 bandola. Rapata da de de do. Brindolo bosito lianta la bacanta te deuso. Repato tali. Candolo bosanterias telebe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. The river is breaking the banks. It's breaking the banks. 
and it's beginning to flow. It's beginning to flow. It's beginning to flow. It's be- taking a deep breath. Thank you. Thank you. Receive the Holy Ghost. Thank you. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please go back to your seat. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess you as the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Farley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.